0: mental arithmetic copyright serenya murthy 2018. this morning i asked dad for some money for school it was for the graphing calculator we need for calculus calculus is bad enough even without shelling out your hard-earned or in this case dad's hard-earned for supplies i can make 127 dollars go a long way when it's for fun dad was kind of appalled at the price he thought it was a big ask from public school parents meaning that if I had stayed at Westmore, he would have swallowed it without a murmur. Mom said that for $127, I had better guarantee an A. Ha! As if! Even mom, who was some sort of high school academic wizard, didn't like calculus. I know, she said it in a speech. After lunch, a whole group of us, half the calculus class really, headed to the bookstore and completed the painful process of exchanging our cash for glorified pieces of metal. We had fun thinking about the different ways we could have spent it. Even the most unimaginative of us stored into amazing flights of fancy. So, Jason McCord, what would you do with $127? Dashiell asked in his talk show host voice, pretending his fist was a microphone. Take Piper on a hot air balloon ride, I answered without preamble. "'This was met with a chorus of awes and a general complaint that I was so whipped. "'She goes to West—she goes to a private school,' I defended myself. "'I have some serious competition. "'I told them about the prince who had his own helicopter. "'Piper had gone up for a ride in it. "'I hadn't let on how much this bugged me. "'Stupid Westmore. "'None of them would believe it, so I had to pop out the Facebook photo. "'Yikes!' was the unanimous consensus.' You'd better defend your turf, bro, Dashiel observed. Don't I know it? You're on the right track, Brian Thompson commended me. Girls think hot air balloons are way more romantic than helicopters. He spoke with all the authority and experience of Hugh Hefner. He should know, Alex sneered. He went up with his sister. The two of them immediately started scuffling. You went up with your mother, Brian shot back. Dashiel rolled his eyes at me as if to say... Do you really think this group's endorsement counts for a whole lot? Then the bell rang and we all dispersed for class. When I came home, Dad was there. He had volunteered at the book fair at Monroe that day. It was pretty decent of him given that work usually takes up all his time. We're trying to raise funds to send the debate team to New York. It's going to be a great trip. I love seeing the Statue of Liberty. I can't wait. Hey, I said to Dad following my usual routine. How was the book fair? Good, he said. Something about his tone felt a little off. The word came out hollow. You all right? I asked. Yeah, same strange tone. Sorry I didn't get to see you at lunch, I said, thinking that maybe this was bugging him. I got held up in the bookstore. We were all buying our calculators and there was a line. Oh, you were all buying your calculators? Dad asked and his right eyebrow went straight up. Well, yeah, I answered. Not sure why he was acting so weird. I would have filled him in on how how goofy Brian and Alex had been acting because he likes to hear that kind of stuff. Says it takes him back to his own youth. But today, he was just acting really strange. I kind of wanted to get out of there. He was looking at me without saying anything and the silence was growing really uncomfortable. Well, I've got homework, I said at last, so I'm just going to get to it, all right? Fine, he said. Your new toy ought to speed it up. This sounded a little snide. Is there a problem? I asked. He didn't say. Look, it's not my fault that it costs so much, I said. Oh, are you sure about that? His voice rose in a challenge. I looked at him, not knowing what to say. I had no idea where this was coming from. He was acting a little bipolar. It's mandatory, I finally said. I mean, what do you want me to do, flunk out? He didn't answer. I'm going now, I said and went upstairs. It was a good thing none of my homework actually required the calculator because I didn't feel much like using it. I didn't get why the old man had such a big thing stuck in his craw over it. Yeah, it cost a little more than usual, but that wasn't something I could control. This afternoon, when I came home from school, I found Dad lying in wait. He was clearly ready to have it out with me. I'll cop to feeling a little relieved. Give me confrontation over eggshells any day. I spoke to your math teacher yesterday, he said. Look, I can explain about the sea, I said quickly. It's not about the sea, although we'll have to talk about that later, he said, undoubtedly making a mental note. "'She said I could make it up. I've got it covered,' I explained, my, I explained, feeling mad at myself. "'I don't usually show my hand that easily.' "'Jason, drop the act.' His tone was sharp. "'We both know this isn't about your grades.' "'Then what is it about?' "'I was no longer mad at just myself. "'He could at least fill me in on what it was I had supposedly done before he started yelling at me. "'Do you mean to tell me you don't know?' "'I swear this was worse than talking to a woman.' Dad, I said through gritted teeth, I am afraid you will think me very dense, but I haven't the faintest idea what you are talking about. We both just glared at each other as if in a standoff. What did he do? I heard Stevie ask in a hushed whisper. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw Allison shrug. I hadn't even heard them come in. "'All right, fine, if that's how you want to do it,' Dad said, folding his arms. I folded mine. Stevie said later that it was totally a Kodak moment and could have been this year's Christmas card. "'You told me the calculator cost $127,' Dad said in a measured, controlled voice. "'That's right,' I said. "'Then how do you explain your teacher saying it only cost $27?' he asked. "'I was temporarily at a loss for words. Dad took advantage.' I looked like a total idiot in there, he yelled. She said I must have misread the notice they sent home. He paused for breath and massaged his skull. What notice? Why didn't you give it to me? I never give you any notices, I said, feeling that I was on safe ground here at least. And why is that? he demanded triumphantly. Because you're never here to receive them, much less read them, I yelled back. Oh, don't even try and make this about... The girls' heads were swiveling back and forth as if they were watching a tennis match. It would have been amusing if I hadn't been so angry. This is not about me, Dad yelled. This is about you. Why did you ask for $127 for a $27 calculator? Everyone waited for my answer. I don't think they could have gouged me, I eventually said. Half my class was there and we all paid the same amount. Dad gave me his. Is that the story you're sticking with? Look. I got mad all over again. Here, I said shortly, look at the receipt if you don't believe me. I'd had them text it to me. As I handed my cell phone to dad, it vibrated. Hang on, I said, snatching it back. I'm getting a text. Dad attempted to read it over my shoulder and I pointedly turned away from him. But when I saw what it was, I read it aloud. To all students, the Monroe High bookstore regrets to note a pricing error with respect to the Hermann scientific calculators. These were incorrectly priced at $127.00. The correct price is $27.00. Please report to the bookstore with your receipt and student ID to claim refunds, which will be issued in the same mode of payment as your purchase. I stopped and looked at Dad. Oh, he said. Oh? Well, that explains that. He, ex- he attempted to shake it off. Yeah, I said. Seems like a fairly straightforward data entry error to me. I don't know what you were getting all bent out of shape for. I can easily get the refund tomorrow. Yeah, he said, I guess you're right. I mean, it's not as if I... I trailed off as I looked at him suspiciously. He looked away. Did you think... You thought I wanted to help myself to the extra hundred? I demanded did you think i was trying to help myself to the extra hundred i demanded it gave me some satisfaction to note that stevie's jaw dropped at least one person understood me dad didn't attempt to deny it well what was i supposed to think he demanded i don't know how about my son doesn't steal nor has he shown any inclination to do so in the past dad Allison exclaimed how could you think that have you even met him stevie demanded I found it hard to believe myself. Dad defended his conduct. That's why I didn't say anything right away. He appeared to think this would make everything better. When it didn't, look, it's not as if I didn't try to give you the benefit of the doubt, he said. It's just that every other explanation seemed implausible. Except me lying to and stealing from the people who raised me, I demanded. Because that's totally plausible? He didn't have a whole lot to say after that. You know what? I extracted the calculator from my backpack and tossed it to him. Keep it. I don't need anything from you. I turned away and walked towards the front door. Oh, come on, Jason, don't be like that, he yelled after my retreating back, but I didn't turn around. I opened the door to find Mr. Jackson there. He appeared surprised to find me at the place where I, you know, live. Is your father home? He asked, not even looking up from his cell phone. I need to consult him. "'Yeah, for his killer gut instincts, no doubt,' I retorted and left before he could reply. The door must have stayed open because I could hear the ensuing conversation all the way down the street. "'Dad, go after him!' Allison yelled. Allison, I'm meeting with the White House!' Dad snapped. "'Ugh, you're the worst!' There was a huffy silence. "'Did something happen?' Mr. Jackson asked mildly. "'No, Russell, it's just a regular day,' Dad retorted sarcastically. No, Russell, it's just a regular day, Dad retorted sarcastically. Dad accused Jason of... I deliberately tuned out the rest. Jason McCord? Mr. Jackson repeated incredulously. There was a pause and I heard Allison slam the front door only to open it and yell, Stevie, you're supposed to follow me now. I heard Stevie murmur something, probably about how she had to stay, because as a White House intern, she was still on the clock. Oh, for God's sake, just go, yelled Mr. Jackson, who is practically an honorary McCord by now, and not just because he spends an awful lot of time at our house. The front door still didn't shut, but I heard the girls running to catch me up, and I slowed my pace to let them. As we rounded the corner, I caught Mr. Jackson's last words. For this conversation, I mean. Don't be morbid. You know, he said to dad, Vincent Marsh had kids too, but I didn't know them. I mean, I'm pretty sure I met them a couple of times, but I couldn't tell you their names. In fact, I'm not entirely sure how many of them there even were. They were adults, dad said impatiently. They had their own kids. Yeah, you've got to admit, there's something to be said for that approach, Mr. Jackson agreed.